everyone. Welcome to the Workforce Excellence Show, episode seven, where today I am joined again by Joe Moffat of Woodread and the Engage for Success movement. And today we're going to be talking about employee engagement and more specifically, we're going to be talking about the four enablers of employee engagement. So Joe, could you explain to us what the four enablers of employee engagement actually are? These are the four traits that organizations with highly engaged workforces Mm -hmm share and demonstrate it's not a it's not a rigid sort of one size fits all but they are um they are a really good lens to look at an organization through and a really really good way of of making sure that you are doing as much as you possibly can to create an engaged workforce so there's four of them the first so that this kind of answers your question i think because they need to be strategically at the heart of how an organization Mm -hmm. works Um, it isn't you don't sort of sit down and think now what can we do to what are the things we can do what are the ways we can engage our workforce you've got to actually think of it as intrinsic to how you run your business and how you run your organization so the first one is around having inspiring empowering and visible leaders mm-hmm. who can share a good story about where the organization's come from and where it's going in other words who can tell the strategic narrative or tell the brand story that's really all around purpose that's really all around saying why are we here what are we doing what is my contribution why it helps me answer the question why am I getting out of bed in the morning whether I'm getting out of bed in the morning to shuffle along the landing to another bedroom or sit at the dining room table or put my laptop on my on my on my lap on the sofa um, or actually physically go to work you know why am I getting out of bed in the morning to do this what is the what is my purpose and that's the role of leadership in being able to articulate that share that make it relevant put some personal humanity behind that for people Mm -hmm. is, is really really important so that's the first one Second one is around the role of line managers, mm-hmm. uh, team leaders, um, the ability of people managers to be able to treat their people as individuals, uh, coach them, stretch them, develop their talents, understand where they're coming from, what their personal strengths are and develop those mm-hmm. and help to create uh, an experience for that individual employee that is absolutely great. Um, that's really, really important. You know, there's a, it's, it is a cliche, but it's a truth. None, it's, you know, it's true because it's a cliche. People don't quit their companies, they quit their bosses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the role of line managers, people leaders, team leaders is absolutely mm-hmm. paramount in creating an engaged workforce and their ability to apply those kind of personal human people skills is really really crucial you know they're, they're sometimes called the soft skills aren't they yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but they're not I mean in my you know in my book they're, they're possibly some of the hardest skills we can all learn to be coders we mm-hmm. can learn to be accountants we can learn sales techniques we can learn to work in a call center we can learn those sorts of hard skills practice skills professional skills yeah people skills we often think oh we just have those innately but we, you know, because we, yeah. but we don't, not everyone does. And a lot of times people think that they have to be somebody different mm-hmm. when they come to work. You know, they're yeah. warm and human and engaging and empathetic. But when they come to work, well, they've got to put on a kind of carapace mm-hmm. of, of a different approach. And that, that's, a, yeah, that's a big mistake. But yeah, the people skills as evidenced by line managers and people leaders is really, really important. And, and they have to take that story 
that the leadership have, cre- have, have, yeah. have articulated and they have to make it relevant to their team. All right, guys, what's this mean for us? Let's tell some stories about what it, you know, where we've done this. So second one, line managers. Third one is employee voice, mm-hmm. which we've already touched yeah. on. So there's absolute recognition that the answers to your challenges uh, rest with your people. And that very often the people working in the front line of your business have got all kinds of creative ideas to make things hum mm-hmm. and work better or have very much got their finger on the pulse of where things are going wrong but nobody's actually ever asked them yeah uh, and so suddenly you know you have a big corporate scandal or a big blow-up problem and, and you hear how many times we hear people say, oh we knew that was going on we knew that was going on we didn't we didn't tell anyone or nobody asked us or we didn't feel safe in sharing that mm-hmm. information and then the fourth enabler um, is really around organizational integrity mm-hmm. and that's basically saying um, that your uh, values are not just you know a handful of words on a poster stuck on the wall yeah but your values are really demonstrated mm-hmm. and lived through the behaviors of everyone in your organization from your newest recruit to your most senior leader to your you know all and at all points in between so it's not just about having some values that you know kind of jumped up in in the bath one night and stuck them on the poster or had an away day with the senior leadership team locked away in a in a five-star hotel somewhere and came up with some values you know no values uh, well there's a whole a whole process that you need to go through to make them really work properly but you know values on their own are meaningless yeah. if you haven't got behaviors to really bring those to life mm-hmm. and that the leadership role model those that, pe- that that people are rewarded and recognized for demonstrating those that there's some opportunities for peer recognition colleague recognition again comes back to your point about technology you know Mm -hmm. there's some fabulous platforms that can help make that happen so um organization integrity is the fourth one you know the values on the wall there's no gap between the way we say we will do things and what actually people will see in terms of how we relate and interact and, and live our lives and behave on a day-to-day basis with our, with each other, with our peers, with our colleagues, with our direct reports, with our customers. So that is a consistent experience for everybody, whether they're inside the organisation or whether they're external to it in, in terms of, the, of, of our experience of that organisation and its brand, because its values are at the heart mm-hmm. of everything that they do. So get those things right. Yeah. Um, and that's strategic. That's, yeah. you know, that's across the board. And then you can, you look at each of those and there's a whole raft of different things and ways to answer your question that you can bring those to life. You know, you talk about reward and recognition, you talk about induction, mm-hmm. you talk about recruitment, um, you, know, you, you, you talk about health and well-being. Yeah. You, you know, there's a whole raft of things you can do. But I would argue those four enablers are a really, really good framework for anybody as a, as a start point. And they're a great checklist, you know, to ask, challenge against as well. Perfect. So you've kind of um, answered my next question there. So I was (laughs) going to ask you, um, whose responsibility is it for for employee engagement? Like, who does it fall on? I suppose you've answered there with the four enablers that it falls on the top level management and then the team leaders and the line managers and even the employee. So what I'm going to ask then instead is, does it fall on one particular department? Would you agree with that? Does it fall on the HR department or would it be the employee engagement department or is it something that should be kind of um, fed into every single department and, and everyone, every department takes responsibility for employee engagement? 
yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes and no. Yes, yes, in, in, in a sort of broad sense. If, if we do not get the leadership team or the C-suite yeah. or exec team or whatever we're going to call them on board with this, we haven't got hope in hell of it, of it landing. So it is absolutely crucial that they are on board with it. And very often that means that we have to go through a process of um, demonstrating with evidence and hard facts the intrinsic links between these employee engagement, employee experience and the uh, business performance, whether it be terms of productivity, profitability, customer experience, you know, that intrinsic link between employee experience and customer experience that you know it's a beautiful flow um so we have to get them on board yes because if we don't then decisions are not made with that with that in mind so that's absolutely crucial um it's almost it's very often hr isn't it i mean you know organizations have slightly different structures of course but you know hr are going to be in there because yeah. they're people they're people you know you're they're, they're the people directors the head of people that, that that so they are key but i would also say that marketing yeah ought to be in there mm-hmm. because in my book it's about brand you know yeah. coming back to what i was saying at the beginning um it's about bringing using your brand as powerfully to engage your people inside as you do to engage your customers and consumers outside so marketing really really need to come in here mm-hmm. um it's sometimes it saddens me to see that you've got sort of marketing over here and HR over there and, yeah, and you yeah. know, never twain shall meet. And, and people talk about employer brands. It's yeah, almost like yeah. HR, HR have kind of, oh, look, marketing have got a brand and we want one too. So we'll have an employer brand. And, and they're kind of running along parallel paths or even divergent paths sometimes, which is, you know, hopeless. Really, mm-hmm. there should be one brand and it needs to be, nuanced and and brought to life appropriately to its audience but you need mm-hmm. you know, one core brand so so i would bring marketing into the pl- into the play as well um but yes you know as i've already said line managers people leaders they all have their parts but you know everybody yeah, individuals yeah. have a role to play we have a responsibility to make our workplaces and our working environment and the experience of our colleagues as good as it can be yeah and then there's that mutuality that they'll make it as good as it can be for us as well. So, yeah, it is, it is down to us all. There's a real sense that um, you can't just abdicate it and say, oh, no, um, it's someone else's responsibilities. Because that then, if you're not careful, that pushes you straight back into that whole tick box exercise yeah, of, yeah. oh, in employee engagement. I've got an employee engagement manager. They do the survey every two years. So that's employee engagement taken care of. No, not really. So you've kind of touched on the next thing I'm going to ask you about a few times throughout what we've been speaking about already. So um, from your experience, you might have come across some companies or businesses that by the book, they're doing everything. They seem to be doing everything right in terms of employee engagement. They have all the right tools in place. They, they seem to be doing everything right, but their employees are still just not engaged. Is there, is there another element that they could be missing out on here? Or do you have any advice that you could give to them? Um, I think, I think it, 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 it can often be because they've got, you know, if, if, to take the point you've made, they've got the right tools in place. That's yeah. the, you know, that can be the clue that mm. it's a, it's tools. It's a, it's a box of tricks. Yeah. It's a tick box. Um, 
And if the mindset is such that that's how employee engagement is approached as a sort of an initiative like health and well-being or, you know, corporate sustainability, uh, you know, CSR, um, there's a risk that that's exactly what it is. It becomes a box of tools and you may be applying the wrong one. Well, actually, what you need to be thinking about is you need to be thinking about things much more strategically. So this needs to be um, you know, really underpinning the whole yeah. approach to how you run your business. Um, and usually, I suspect, in, you know, I, yes, of course, we, you know, you come across organisations where things aren't quite as they should be. And there's usually something wrong. You know, is there, is there some, some toxic toxic management practices going on which are uh, not visible um it, is there lack of trust you know that's a key thing if people don't if if trust is not there in either direction you know if leadership don't trust their people and if their people don't trust their leadership things are gonna things are gonna crumble and and that that comes back to that fourth enabler which is around integrity you know I'll, mm -hmm. i'm gonna trust somebody who does what they say they're gonna do I'm going to trust somebody who actually acts in the way that they claim matters to them. So um, I don't know. I, it's it's difficult to answer that without yeah. without talking specifics. But but I think you know these these sometimes um, can be the, can be what you discover a, a, a lack of trust or pockets of of, of poor behaviours or whatever going on. So uh, but fundamentally, approaching it as a a tactical a series of tactics. Is never going to get you the same results as approaching this in a, a more strategic joined up way and recognizing that, that all of this is about delivering your business's strategic objectives they're not it's not a, it's not something you do over here um along along the way they are intrinsic to to that so your corporate purpose and what you're there for joe that's everything i have to ask you here today is there anything else you'd like to add uh, i think the only thing I would say is, we, you know, we are in, in, I hate the word unprecedented, it's been wildly mm -hmm. overused, but we are in un unprecedented times at the moment. And I think that what this has really done is it has really brought out in so many people, individuals, mm -hmm. as well as leadership teams, um, a sense that actually uh, people really do matter. Um, we've seen some fabulous communication going on. Yeah. We've seen people putting humanity at the heart. We've seen people treating people as individuals, putting health and their well-being of their people absolutely to the fore. Um, that's been fabulous. As we've already said, there's a risk that, that we might backpedal on that, but let's not let it. We've demonstrated an agility and an ability to focus and put our people at the heart. Let's recognise that continuing to do that is going to fit our organizations and businesses for success in the years ahead so that's what i would say so joe that kind of brings me to our last question this is something we've been asking everyone kind of at the end of these sessions and um, i suppose it'll sum everything up nicely too um, it's what's in it for the employee for around um, employee engagement and everything and i know it all kind of is based on creating your or engaging your employees and everything but what would you say is in it for the employee um what's in it for the employee well we spend so much of our time at work when we're not many of us when we're not at work we're still we're thinking about work um why on earth would we not want that to be the best experience it can possibly be why would we not want to feel fulfilled why would we not want to think that we are growing 
and getting the best out of the hours that we that we spend in the workplace wherever that workplace may be at the moment so we are all consumers out there in mm -hmm. the world we when you think about it in the consumer workplace uh, in the consumer world um we're used to having our voices heard we are forever being asked for our opinions to cite uh, to rate things you know trust pilot um glass door yeah uh, you know, TripAdvisor, you name it, we're Amazon. Um, we, we, we expect to be heard as consumers and we want to be heard in the workplace. So we take that with us. So we, yep, give us, tick that box. We need to be, we need to be listened to and we need to be heard in the workplace. That's, that's around the whole employee voice thing. But, you know, that's, that we, we need to feel valued. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a really important part of our, our human psyche. We need to feel part of a team. There's a the whole thing about social relatedness is really, really important as well. Um, create a great workplace where you've got an engaged workforce who are having a great experience. We're going to make sure that happens, aren't we? Um, if we've got a leadership team who are able to tell that great story, then they're conveying a clear sense of purpose. Again, that's something that is a really important driver to people in terms of their psychology and their mental health and their well-being. So getting all of those things right will play to an awful lot of the things that are going on in here yeah. that I don't really understand and I don't really know about and, the, and all the rest of it, but actually have a huge impact on how I feel about not only my working day, but my just my general sense of, of who I am and my well-being. So all sorts, lots and lots of reasons. Perfect. Thank you very much, Joe. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of the Workforce Excellence Show. It was great to have you. And thanks again. Thank you very much, Rishi. Okay. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, no problem. Thank you.